0: I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm so excited for today's episode because today's episode is a little different than usual. It is an interview-ish type of episode, but it's with a Current client who's now actually my assistant for um, the business. But we are going to be talking about her journey from transitioning off of birth control. This is something that a lot of you have asked me about. And I thought it would be really cool to have someone come on who's actually been through it and what it was like, how she felt before coming off, what she felt like after coming off, what it took for her to do it, all this stuff. So aside from me just always bringing information, I want to bring actual people to you. Who you can really relate to in this type of way So who I have on the podcast today is Amanda She is a personal development junkie She's a multi-passionate woman And she also has her own podcast called Embracing the Climb Podcast Who I was actually on maybe a month or so ago um, We'll link it all in the show notes, of course She is obsessed with all things human behavior Exploring nature and plant-based nutrition You could tell why we get along so well She's always at actively looking for ways to better herself, her health, and her life, which is why she actually decided to join Mind Your Hormones 101 in January of 2021. And then now she's in Honor Your Cycle starting in April, which we're almost actually done with that round now. But Amanda, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Corinne. You have no idea. I'm well, you
1: obviously know, I'm such a big fan of this podcast and, uh, to, to be on it. Woo, it's like surreal a little bit, but I'm really excited.
0: <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited. So let's just get started. We're just like dive right into it and talk to me about like what was actually going on with you when you started to become interested in coming off of birth control. Like what actually got you even thinking that you did want to come off of it? Oh yeah, for sure. So it's something that had been on my mind for quite a
1: while, to be honest. Like there was always something in my gut that just told me like something was off. Like I do have a long history of all sorts of different health issues. And I was, you know, thrown on and off all these different medications basically to try and resolve them. And I always found it kind of interesting that the common denominator throughout all of, let's say this, you know, 10 to 12 years of health issues that, you know, started for me when I was essentially when I got my period, um, Mm. you know, around, I think I was 14, you know, the standard age. And from, you know, for the next 10 to 12 years, I kept having all these issues, like including major mental health issues, gut issues, like horrible debilitating IBS, horrible debilitating migraines, Mm. acne, like so bad that I actually, I, I did a course of Accutane, which, Oh my God, I do not recommend that for anyone. That was a brutal experience, but I got to that point of desperation and I did all these things. And um, the one common denominator in all of this was I was on birth control. That was the one thing that never changed. Mm -hmm. Except for a very brief couple of years, I did get off the hormonal birth control to do the copper IUD, but that was... That, was, that caused a whole other slew of problems. So I got, mm-hmm. you know, got that out and, and what, resumed the hormonal birth control. You
0: were on the hormonal birth control pill, correct? Yeah, the pill. Okay. Yeah, the
1: whole, so except for that brief period, I think, in my late teens, early 20s, where I did the copper IUD. But the whole other time I was on the hormones. And by the way, everyone, I'm sorry if I'm sniffling. I have the worst allergies right now. <laughs> so if I sound disgusting, like I'm really sorry. But uh-huh. um, So yeah, so then I, my doctors never brought it up. I brought it up to my doctors. Everyone was like, "No, no, you're fine. It's birth control. Who cares?" Mm -hmm. Finally, it was actually kind of along the. Well, okay. So I remember I had read Alyssa Vitti's books. I'm big into her work, but at the time, still felt like I. uh, Okay, for me, it was fear. Mm. Fear of getting pregnant. I wasn't at a time. I'm not even sure if I want kids. I wasn't at a time in my life where I was financially stable or emotionally stable, where I felt I could be a good parent. Like all those things. I was terrified, you know, yeah. you grow up in our generation, right? I'm a millennial. You mm-hmm. grew up thinking like you're either on birth control or you're going to get knocked up. Right? right. Like you could get pregnant anytime, anytime. Yeah. Like literally they could just look at you and you're going to get, you know, so <laughs> I was, and, and my mom did get pregnant very quickly with us. Like she does not have any kind of fertility issues. So I was mm. always really scared. So I stayed on it and I tried everything else. But then in 2020, I really made it a priority to take care of my health. So that's when I decided to go full-time back into plant-based. I had gotten off the diet really because I felt pressured by people around me that You know, I was sort of a nuisance. Anyways, I let that get to me and I had gotten off. So I decided to go back into plant-based nutrition, which is what makes me feel amazing. I decided to really, really work on mindset belief systems, like really doing the personal development work because I wanted to get my mindset in order, especially dealing with something like a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was likely to fall back into old patterns. I did not want that for myself. So thus Mm. began (laughs) the journey of wanting to better myself. And as I got kind of to the end of the year, had made all these amazing changes, I was feeling better, but something was off still. Something was off. And I went back to that internal gut feeling of, you know, what about this pill that I've been on for so long? And I've never tried being off of it and, you know, in in a proper way. So I remember then I got connected with you because I think it was actually in the community that we're both a part of with Keisha Fitzgerald. I think we had had, I think Alyssa Vitti had actually come on to talk to us and I, it just reignited that passion in me that I'm like, Oh, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I I really feel like this is the time to do it.
0: And then everyone was like, Oh, hit up Corinne. She's your girl. (laughs) Yes. I remember this. It was like, one of the happy hour calls she did yeah. or something. I remember you talking about it and I would message you like, oh, hey, actually I have a group course starting soon. And, and you it like, worked I'm out in.
1: perfectly. Yeah. It's, so this is yeah. like mid December. So the very end of the year. Mm-hmm. And at that point I was really, really committed to doing this thing, but I wanted to do it right. I wanted to do it right, so that's why I decided to join your group. You know, it was like mm-hmm. the stars aligned for us. You know, it was a few yeah. weeks before. I think it was like mid-December, and the the program was launching at uh, the beginning of January. So mm-hmm. I got all signed up, and of course, like, and that's another thing I need to really share with people because it, we always have hesitance, and I don't know about anyone listening, but I grew up in a very like financially reserved and very frugal household. Like mm-hmm. for most of my life we were a one-income family, right? Mm-hmm. My mom stayed at home and we lived very modestly. And my parents are very much about, you know, you hold on to money, right? There's definitely some like belief systems around money that I had to let like, go of as an adult and as I decided to build my own life. For and sure. of course, you know investing in your life, in your health and in yourself financially can be a scary thing. Yeah. But, and especially, you know, I was in the position where I had been a year off from work because I decided to go back to school full time. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course, doing anything is a, is an investment, right? Like you have to put your money where your mouth is. If you really want the change, I'm a huge, huge believer in that, mm-hmm. but this was scary, right? To be like, okay, I need to do this. I need to invest, but I almost didn't really think twice because I knew that uh, this was the season in my life that I needed to do this. I knew that if I put it off, it wasn't going to happen. So that was awesome. And of course, that's when I joined uh, Mind Your Hormones 101, which is Corinne's small group program. And that was the beginning of everything for me. And I'm just... So excited to share about the, the journey and the process because it really,
0: I mean, you know, you know, like I've, the transformation yes. has been insane. Yes. Oh my God. So much good stuff in there. I definitely want to touch on, so you were on birth control for about what, 13 years? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I know you struggled a lot with mental health and anxiety and all of that. Now that came on, you said, after you started the pill, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've ding, talked ding, about ding. this. Yeah, I've <laughs> talked about this a ton, but a lot so many women will reach out to me and ask if it's connected and there's so many studies about how it really is connected and how it can cause or worsen anxiety and or depression and it's so frustrating that when you bring this up to your doctor they most of the time i mean not every doctor right most of them though will say like oh there's no correlation it's totally fine like i'll just give you an antidepressant and then now you're on another medication that's also further you know making your gut issues a problem which you were already struggling with so i just wanted to like highlight that that if you mm-hmm. are on birth control any type of hormonal birth control and you are all of a sudden experiencing all this anxiety and depression, and you're not sure where it's linked to. First of all, you're not crazy for thinking that it is linked to the hormonal birth control. It most likely is. That doesn't mean get help. Of course, you know, get assistance, get help with whatever you're dealing with, but know that you're not crazy. And that's like a huge thing that I always want to make Known is because a lot of times when we're struggling with issues and we bring it up to our doctor, they make us feel like we're crazy to be like, no, no, you're fine. Like you said, your doctor's like, oh, it's just birth control. Like you're fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm so glad that you brought that up, and also the fear aspect of it. You know, like I remember, I remember you joining. I Remember that day, clear as day. You were like right in. You're like, yep, I'm in, done. Like let's go. And then more fear came up that you showed me going into the second course, which you can get into that later, but. Um, okay. So you had already stopped the pill when you started Mind Your Hormones 101, right?
1: Yes, I had... I think maybe like, yeah, for like a couple of weeks I had started because I knew we were going to go over like in the group, I knew we were going to go over the protocol in terms of coming off, mm-hmm. but I had started Alyssa Vitti's protocol yes. um, in terms of, of getting off. So I had done that throughout, like for my cycle in December, well, my cycle, which right. is, I'm sure now everyone who's listening knows <laughs> that it's not a real cycle when you're on birth control. Also, I was on one of those pills, by the way, PS, I was on one of those pills that is like the lowest dose of estrogen, so it's like a little bit more progesterone dominant. And what can happen with those mm. pills is eventually you stop having a period altogether. Mm-hmm. So I actually hadn't had a period in years. Wow. Years and years and years. No bleeding. Which yeah. at first I was like, awesome, this is great. Oh and yeah, then I, I did that like, too. <laughs> but I didn't, I wasn't on a pill, I just didn't get it. Yeah, you just <laughs> totally different reason. Yeah. But that was another thing for me too. That I'm like, okay, all right. I feel like I've got like some hardcore cobwebs going on down there. <laughs> um Major cobwebs. So yeah, so I came off. I I don't honestly, I don't remember the exact dates, but I think I did around Christmas time start uh stop the birth control so that I was like just a couple weeks off when we started our group. Okay. Um and but I had been already implementing some of the protocols to make sure that I was like boosting nutrients and things like that and eating accordingly. And uh actually another thing that we probably want to touch on because mental health is so rampant, Mm. but I had also been in the process not only of wanting to get off the birth control, but I had been over the last, you know, let's say the last three, four months of 2020 been really after doing so much of the lifestyle work, the day-to-day work for my mental health. Like I'm primarily it's anxiety. That is really bad for me. That was my first diagnosis and definitely the strongest one. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get to a point. I felt that I want to be able to manage this without medication. I felt Mm -hmm. that it was, I've acquired so many skills. I've done so much therapy that I felt I wanted to do that. I am not by any means against the medication. Sometimes you really need it especially mm-hmm. in really hard times of your life. But yes. if a doctor tells you, "Yeah, you're going to take this pill for the rest of your life," you do not let that break you. You yeah. do not you do not take that to heart because they might they might say that and for them that's fine because you know, it's an it's an easy fix and they might think, "You know, that's better than the alternative for you." But no there are things it's like the same way that you might tell a type two diabetic that they're going to be on medication the rest of their lives yes if they don't change their lifestyle exactly but that disease is reversible and i am of the belief that certain mental health issues certain mental illnesses are absolutely manageable if not completely reversible with lifestyle changes they take effort but it is possible so i was on also trying to get off my antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication Mm -hmm. and I am so proud to say that with, you know, I think it was in February, mid-February, so about a month and a half after I started the program with Corinne, Mm -hmm. I felt confident enough, and I felt the tools that you taught us Mm -hmm. really helped ground us and turn inwards, Mm -hmm. and that allowed me to establish routines, which then I felt confident to come off that medication. And so within that time, I came off birth control, and I came off the antidepressants, the anti-anxieties. And I've been feeling amazing, like amazing. I feel like a veil has been lifted. A cloud has risen away from my head. I feel me again. Mm. And the thing that irritates me, and I'm not here to shit on the medical system by any means. I love the medical world. I worked in the medical world since I was 14. I think doctors are so important, but at the end of the day, there is a bit of a disconnect in the industry between caring for the patient versus caring for their symptoms. Yes. yes. Right. You talk about this all the time.
0: Yeah. Right. It's so true because I mean, and like you said, they're amazing. They're they're there to help you, right? Like doctors are obviously there because they want to help people, but there is a disconnect because like you said, they, they're only taught to treat the symptoms using the tools that they have like medication they're not taught how you can do it holistically and that everything is connected and that is why you were such a perfect person for the course because you you were already pretty healthy right which we'll get into that too um but you knew that there was a way to manage your anxiety and thrive with it really. And not have it really be an issue using like nutrition, lifestyle supplementation, all of that, just like you did with your hormones. And of course, we're not saying come off your medications or anything like that. Like, please don't do that. Um, always work with someone to do that. But just know that if you are the person who is like, I really want to do things naturally. Like that is who I'm always preaching to. Cause that's who I was. That's who you are. Like I was, when I didn't have my period, I was freaking out because I was like, I don't want to go on birth control. I don't want to do hormone therapy, but that was all that I saw. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't understand what else I'm going to do because I don't want to do that. And I'm already so healthy, but it was because I wasn't I wasn't thinking of in hormone health wise and what I want, you know, you only know what you know. And then obviously I went back to school and I learned a shit ton that obviously helped me get my period back, but it's just the fact that it is possible. Right. So like, this is also, I'm having Amanda on. So, you know, if you are in this situation, it's possible for you to, Come off of birth control and not just get pregnant right away because you can't get pregnant at any time. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. Like, you cannot get pregnant at any point. And if you are someone who's struggling with anxiety and depression, first of all, it will probably get better the second you stop the pill. And then there are so many lifestyle things that you can do to improve that. You know, obviously, day to day doesn't mean that it's always easy, but I'm assuming it gets easier the more that you do it. Yeah, already just
1: in. I mean, February, March, April, May, June. So, f- wow, four months it's already been. That's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, I no, And that's the thing too. So, you know, and and to loop back to what you said, right? I think a lot of us who like, uh, there is definitely a place for conventional medicine, modern yes. medicine, Western medicine. There is a place for it. It is life saving it mm-hmm. is a, I mean my dad's had two open heart surgeries he has big yes. heart valves because he has a genetic condition you know what I mean it yeah. is is saving and I'm not shitting on it I'm just saying when it comes to daily like daily feel-good daily you know issues lifestyle the chronic issues diseases. the chronic yes mm-hmm. not the acute right mm-hmm. but the chronic stuff if you are the kind of person that doesn't necessarily want to go the perfectly conventional route that is in our face and shoved down our throats mm-hmm. it can feel really lonely Yeah. It can feel so lonely, right? And I'm going to bring this up again, not to shit on the medical system, but I just feel like this is really important because... In the group when we talked about it all of the girls in the group you know we were just like oh my god amen we've all been there and we had to support each other through it but like when i told my doctor i came off birth control
0: mm-hmm.
1: i got shit on oh yeah pardon my french but i <laughs> just got annihilated mm-hmm. i think it's one of the worst like scoldings i've ever gotten in my life oh my i was god. told that it was irresponsible and i was told that it is completely fine to be on hormonal birth control pill from the time you get your period to the time you go into menopause wow just like that
0: wow right it's so crazy it's so crazy i used to get so pissed at the doctors because of this because i dealt with that too i was never on hormonal birth control but that was the only um you know quote unquote solution i was given but I have to like step back and look at it as a whole. And it's the education system. That's like Absolutely. really where the problem is because not enough people know. Because obviously if more people knew, more mo- most people probably wouldn't even be on hormonal birth control if they actually knew what it was doing in your body. And that most people go on for either, of course, contraceptive reasons, but most people aren't even on it for that. They're on it for irregular periods, for PCOS, for painful periods, for you know, acne, for things like this. And if they knew that there was a way to naturally heal that, not only to get rid of those symptoms, but to make your overall health so much better and just feeling so much better in general, I feel like most people wouldn't even go on it. Like I, of Mm -hmm. course, believe in the right to actually having having the right to choose to go on hormonal birth control. Obviously, I believe in that. But I believe in... Like um, consent, informed consent, where you are getting the full information about what it's actually doing to your body, how it's turning off your ovulation, how it's depleting you of nutrients, how it can cause anxiety, depression, like all that stuff that they don't tell you. We deserve to know that because it's something you're taking every single day. Every and single then day. if you're
1: experiencing those things, I think it's really wrong because I was experiencing all of those side effects. Yes. And I was basically anytime I was like, Well, maybe I should try coming off birth control, it was like, no, no that's fine. No, it's not. Right, it's not but, that. It's, but, me. But it's I on was the, the drug information wrong. pamphlet, right? Yeah. Like it's right there. You know, I'm not yeah. going against the med, you know, this is literally the warnings. Right. So, and, and you know, and, and that's why I think that the work that you're doing is so powerful and, and the vision that you have in terms of educating mothers, educating young girls, mm-hmm. because my mom through all of this, how do you think she feels? First of all, she consented to me going on hormonal birth control at age 14 for my acne. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was told, yes, yes, this is completely safe. Like her daughter, who was already suffering from mental health issues. Yeah. It was not brought up. Hey, this could make it worse.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. It was not brought up
1: that, you know, oh, hey, how about that risk of blood clots? Like, do we really want to risk that with your young child? How about Mm -hmm. all like the other long term effects in terms of the fact that we're going to eliminate her infradian rhythm when it's just starting? The, exactly exactly right? just which started. is your, your your monthly cycle for those right. that don't know the terminology I know we're yeah. talking like you know <laughs> but um all those things so my mom has turned to me and she's like you know I'm I'm sorry I really thought I was doing what was best I I trusted that that we were doing what was best and I think that it just comes down to like you said a lack of a lack of awareness a lack of education a bit of mm-hmm. ignorance yeah you know it's the same way that doctors still recommend people that for their calcium that they drink milk like right exactly it's absurd, right like exactly. we have so much research that proves that it's a terrible it actually makes it worse yeah because of the acidity and all that right like it's just it so you know I think we all just need to have compassion and understanding and respect for those around us but at the end of the day we need to and this is I think the biggest thing that I've working specifically with you Corinne because you are just such an embodiment of this and you have really helped me rediscover my own intuition Mm, I love that. And that has been the catalyst of all the other changes. Mm. I can look towards myself right now. I can, you know, be within my body and listen, what are you trying to tell me? Mm. I ignored it for so long. If anything, I hated it. I wanted yeah. nothing. I mean, when you're suffering day in and day out, Ugh. when you wake up every day and you're like, how the f- you know, gosh, darn it. It's so hard for me to, but you know, how the bleep am I going to get through today and not collapse of Mm. like intestinal spasm or a migraine. That's literally just going to shut me down. My neck is going to freeze up and I will Mm -hmm. not be able to move or hardly breathe. Like all these things that I was experiencing on a daily basis, right? I was done. And so lifestyle changes are hard though. And that's why I think having that small group setting,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, all, I'm so tight and keep up with all of the women in, in the group. Yeah, like, we're so connected and we're so involved in each other's journeys mm-hmm. and having the guidance of someone like you to show us the steps because it's overwhelming and there's no one that's really teaching it,
0: right? Yeah, I I, I totally agree. And and I'm so happy you said you're like more intuitive and it, like you have opened up that intuition because everybody has that. It's within all of us. Mm-hmm. You just have to actually access it. And so often, like you said, when we're suffering, we're just trying to think of like, okay, how can I get out of this as quickly as possible? Like, what can I yes. take to make this pain stop? Mm-hmm. Like I suffered with migraines too. I used to take medication for my migraines and it made me feel horrible. I hated taking this medication. It, I had to lay down. I felt like dizzy and lightheaded and it was, it sucked. I hated it. But the migraines were so bad. And that was the only, that's what I thought the solution was. I had no freaking idea. Same with the IBS. Like it's, it's just so crazy and how we a lot of times will blame ourselves like okay well what did i do wrong like maybe maybe i'm just not working out enough or maybe i'm just not eating right maybe like we blame ourselves and look to ourselves like what am i doing wrong why am i experiencing all this it's obviously something i'm doing wrong and it's nothing that you're doing wrong it's just your approach is not actually supporting what your body needs and that's what like everything is all about in, in the courses just in life and everything i teach on here on instagram it's just like making sure that you are actually supporting what your body needs. And obviously everybody is different, but there are core steps. There are core um, things that are similar between all of us that we can all do together. And then you can tweak it, you know, specifically to what you need, which is why I also like doing a small group because I could help everyone individually to like customize things a bit. But, um, What I was going to ask you too is like when you were, so you said that a lot of the lifestyle things is what really helped you with your anxiety and and made you feel comfortable like coming off of your medication. You were already off of the birth control. So did you notice, a two-part question, did you notice um, any like withdrawal symptoms from either medication, like either from your anxiety and depression medication or from your hormonal birth control? Um, If so, obviously expand on that. And then like what... Did you find in the course? Like, what were you learning? Like, what I'm like so curious to know this. Like, what specific parts really helped you, made like the biggest difference for you?
1: Okay. So, question one in terms of the withdrawal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, coming off the birth control wasn't like too you know, traumatic or anything. I didn't necessarily feel like I definitely felt um, the estrogen. So basically, um, and this might be a little bit kind of too much into the science, but like, because my body hadn't been ovulating for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and this is something that I learned because of Corinne, but now I'm going to pretend that I'm teaching when, (laughs) um, the only time that your body actually produces progesterone is if you're ovulating. Well, Mm -hmm. I, like I said, had cobwebby ovulation (laughs) and egg, uh, egg system going on. So there had been none of that. So when I came off the birth control, which was giving me artificial, progesterone into Mm -hmm. my body and basically constantly telling my, my body that, you know, I was already like seemingly pregnant, you know, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't trying anyways. I, I forget the exact science of it, but essentially what would happen is my estrogen was just out of balance. And remember, mm-hmm. I went to you, Corinne, I'm like, my boobs are yes. just so oh, sore, yeah, I so can't sore. live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the forgot biggest one. That. Like I literally, it was like, don't look at them. Like even my yeah. arm grazing Oof. my boob was just like, uh, like, oh my so God, I, I definitely felt, that. yeah. So the excess estrogen, which mm-hmm. Corinne taught us how to help clear that and to support the elimination of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to resolve that pretty c- quickly. But like, let's say my first two cycles, yeah, the estrogen symptoms were huge
0: huge. Yeah. Um, Let me just explain that for a second Oh, yeah, for people who, for, if you don't know, listening. So when, like Amanda was saying, she was on a pill that obviously, you know, you're not producing your own progesterone, no matter what hormonal birth control you're on, you're not producing your own progesterone. You might be having progestin in your hormonal Mm -hmm. birth control, but it's not the same thing. So when you come off of it, your progesterone levels are so low because you haven't been producing progesterone, like she said, and estrogen and progesterone work Like together, it's like yin and yang. So, if your progesterone is super, super low, right? Because when you come off of it, you're not just all of a sudden ovulating right away. And even if you are, you need to build up that storage a little bit. That causes your estrogen to be too high in relation to that progesterone. So, even if on a blood test, it might not come up that you have high estrogen, it is high in relation to that progesterone, which causes these symptoms like Amanda experienced painful breast tenderness. You can also experience really heavy periods, heavy cramping basically any PMS symptoms, mood swings, migraines, acne, that kind of stuff. All right. Sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to explain that if the listener did not know. Exactly. No, that's perfect. Continue. That's what I was trying to get at, but <laughs> yeah. Corinne is
1: uh, experienced and eloquent, whereas I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I learned a thing. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of crazy, but it did level out really, really quick mm-hmm. um, because I was so big on really jumping into all of the things that that I was learning in this course and like mm-hmm. I said like the elimination stuff like the milk thistle really helped like all these mm-hmm. different things that really helped the the liver clear out the excess estrogen but yeah. really the big change came when I started ovulating again so obviously mm-hmm. I was looking at the cervical mucus doing the basal body temperature and I did yeah. get the signs that I started ovulating which was really exciting and it was yeah. a process like I think my first cycle was like
0: 18 days yeah yeah, right. okay, it was short, and then it kept getting long. And now I think I'm up to about
1: 26, which is Amazing. in the healthy range now, which I'm really yes. happy about. And it's still Love usually it. like a day late every month, so I think mm-hmm. I'm still balancing out. Um, and yeah, I mean, and I definitely noticed actually one thing that might be interesting for people is uh, not every month is going to be the same. You can be doing everything in your lifestyle to have like a really good painless Happy mm-hmm. period, yeah, guys. You can have a happy period, like, yeah, exactly. Like, the, I, 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 it was a whole new world for me, you know. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, wow, like, this is not debilitating or miserable. You know, I don't need the Advil or the Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just feel a little low energy and a little bit of cramping sometimes, but otherwise, mm-hmm. okay. But stress levels, right? Like, at different times, where you know, when I was in final exams, right? Remember, I had yes. a really bad period, I, I was like, yes. grin. Uh, like I'm, I'm struggling, like I'm here with my mm-hmm. heat pad and, and it's a lot worse this month. And it was like immediately. All right. Well, what was it? Oh, well, that's stress. Yes. That threw yes. everything off. Right. So that was one um, coming off the birth control. Like by no means is it traumatic, but you will feel things. You also just feel the machinery waking up. I don't know how else to say that mm-hmm. the gears start turning down yeah. there. So I would yeah. be like, you know what I mean? Like some people, you know, if you've been on birth control your whole life, like me,
0: you've never felt yourself ovulate like there's yeah, you, a feeling to that right and because like now obviously you know you're in honor your cycle there are different phases of your cycle and mm-hmm. things shift in each phase your energy like your brain everything and you were not experiencing that at all for this whole time so now it's like oh i'm feeling things like You feel things in a different way. And you also were supporting yourself a little bit before you came off the pill, which I think is huge. Of course, I always Mm -hmm. recommend transitioning off of it, having proper supplementation, making dietary changes. And you did that, which is probably why it wasn't, like a traumatic stop. Cause some people who are listening might be like, oh my God, when I stopped, it was crazy. And that could, of course it's different for every person, obviously. But if you do not transition off of it and you just stop the pill, which I don't recommend doing, you will most likely have a lot more of a negative experience coming off of it than if you do transition off of it.
1: Yeah. And I didn't want that, which is why I was so determined mm-hmm. to do it the right way. And yeah. yeah, no, it's true. Like, and like, I'm sure we'll, we'll circle back to it. But I was like, even in, in the mind your hormones, like I was way ahead Of some of the women in their health journeys, just because, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I have like a fitness and nutrition background. Like that was what I went into initially in my early twenties. That was my first career. Like that was something that was really, really important to me. Obviously I'd already been plant-based for like a full year at least, um, before. So that had helped a lot of like the inflammation and things that could really cause issues when you're coming off the birth control. Um, Coming off the other medication, which I'm only going to touch on a little bit because it's so, like, it's very individual and, yes. and it's just sort of a little tie-in. Uh, yeah, coming off uh, any kind of psychiatric medication is brutal. Mm -hmm. It's brutal. Um, Mm -hmm. And absolutely, like we said earlier, you always want to do it with the support of a professional. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need people around you to be in the loop about it. Uh, You need to have someone who is there to call you out if things start getting bad again. That is the one thing I'm going to say. Um, You know, I had a few key uh, really important people in my life that knew that I was doing this. And I told Mm -hmm. them, if you see X, Y, and Z, call me out on it. I need to know because sometimes you can't see things in yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that you know I do this and that it's healthy for me. So, anyways, it was all fine for me. Of course, I had some ups and downs, and you do experience a wider range of emotions all mm-hmm. of a sudden. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, like you know, um, SSRIs or all these things that are playing with your brain chemistry, they do to a certain. Okay, so if you're experiencing a lot of you know highs and really really lows, what these medications do is they bring you to a sort of baseline.
0: Right. which for people
1: that are constantly on this emotional and, and, and my like roller coaster all the time, it's debilitating and it's exhausting. And you want that you do want to sort of, you know, sort of flatline yourself a little right, bit. Right. Right. Have a baseline. Yeah. Yeah. But personally, mm-hmm. I did not want to live like that. Yeah. I wanted to experience a healthy range of emotions and I felt stunted. I felt blunt. I felt just like I wasn't really fully experiencing my my life my being my mind you know mm. so yeah I've experienced a lot of, I cry a lot more like not necessarily yeah. that like I will start you know I I was stunted for so long I couldn't cry ever and yeah. then all of a sudden now oh, well, I'll see like a Cute kid or a dog on the street, and I'm just like sounds eh, <laughs> eh, like that was that so sweet <laughs> <laughs> crying like, during the voice, <laughs> yeah. Or it's just like it's you know the friends reunion, like literally oh, just bowling. waterworks the oh. whole time. I couldn't bowling. help it. I get I get nostalgic. My memories are brighter, mm. you know, like I everything's more like vivid in my mind just because it's yeah. like that suppression again has been lifted. So yeah, it was hell coming off of it the first two weeks. You know, every time that I sort of moved my eyes, I felt like a current of electricity running through my head. And I came wow. off the guys like super slow. I'm talking four or five months of decreasing. Yeah. And yeah, it's hard, but mm-hmm. you can get through it. And the more that you have things in place and, and like I said, those sort of like lifestyle anchors and yes. habits on a daily basis, the more that you are able to stick with it, stay attuned, stay intuitive within yourself so that you can keep the process going. Right. right. I think it's having having those those points in your day and in your life where you can check in with yourself like how am I doing what do I need yeah and I think that the biggest transition in mind your home in mind your hormones 101 specifically was I went from trying to hyper control everything in my life because mm. I'm like that I am an Enneagram 3 I am the achiever mm-hmm. I like to micromanage and control everything around me so that I can succeed it's no way to live it's no right. way to live yeah. and I went from being that control freak to instead turning inwards and being like okay body what do you need
0: tell me what do you need Mm. and you now know like because of learning so much about it you know what certain signs are telling you and how you can support it
1: that was an education like I had never listened to my body before yeah. Other than it oh. yelling at me and me being like, screw you, you know, yeah. like Quiet. Here, here's a, here's a narcotic, you know, yeah. cause you're in pain. Here's a narcotic, like mm-hmm. slow down. Oh, and now you're constipated for three weeks. Awesome. You know, like, oh, it's like, oh, a whole other story. Guys, oh, no. please, trust me, the worst. just poop your heart out. <laughs> your heart out. Um, so <laughs> but, yes, so that's, that, that was like the biggest, that was the biggest switch that was coming, coming off of it. And now, That was kind of a long answer. So what was question number two again? Question number
0: two (laughs) was um, your biggest like really like takeaways, like what really transformed you from the course? Because I think that, a lot of times we go into it thinking you're going to like get one thing maybe, and then actually maybe turns out something different, or maybe it was exactly what you expected. I don't know, but what was the biggest transformation for you? Cause you already came in, like you, you already had a lot of healthy habits. You were plant-based, you know, like you were already really conscious of it. And, you know, there's a different, there's a range of spectrum of, like you said, of women that are in the group. Some people are brand new. They're like, I just got diagnosed with PCOS. I have no idea what to do. Or I I'm brand new to all this. I'm just changing my lifestyle. And then there's some people that are like you, where you're like, I've been on this journey for a little bit and you're joining and it's it sounds like well how would it fit everybody but it really does so it just totally it, does yeah, yeah it's crazy when you think about it but i guess my background in teaching obviously helps with that cuz i taught enl as you know english as a new language and they were mm-hmm. students who were learning english for the first time and i had to like always manage so many different levels but anyway um, also, sorry, that has to be why you talk so much with your hands,
1: guys. If you, you oh, yeah. I wish you could see Corinne when she's talking. Like, she's just flailing like a crazy person. And I'm like, oh, that makes so sense. You have to try to make up people who literally couldn't understand yes. you understand
0: you. Yes, I literally took my bra- – every time I record a podcast, I have to take my bracelets off because I talk so much with my hands oh my and gosh. they, like, are clanking. Before I record, I'm like, okay, hold on, let me take these off. Um, that's probably it. Who knows? I'm also Italian and my mom talks with her hands. So yeah. it's a whole bunch of things um, flailing around. So what was the biggest takeaway for you or like what really transformed you? Like whatever you want to say about it, just cause I'm just so curious of your experience, you know, through it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'll touch on both because, you know, okay. we're getting to the tail end of on your cycle. So I'd have already learned a lot from that, but yeah. so mind your hormones one one of course I went into it. And you yeah. know, if you're the kind of person that like, you're not you're not eating a ton of sugar. You've already sort of eliminated caffeine. You're not doing Mm -hmm. uh, dairy or meat or any other like super inflammatory stuff. This group is a hundred percent still for you because Mm a, I, you know, was off of that stuff for, for different reasons, but now the education around how it affects my hormones solidified why mm-hmm. I was doing this mm. um, because that was a whole, I had never really paid attention to hormones. If anything, like, you know, I grew up sort of in that mentality. And, and I joke about this. My dad used to always kind of joke about this, you know, oh, women, they're born broken.
0: Yeah. You know? I remember I, you telling was, me that.
1: Yeah. That was a negative sort of mentality. I, there was nothing that made me feel proud to be a woman. Nothing. Um, mm. I felt like everything about the, you know, monthly cycle was a nuisance, was like a problem, was, it was just very, very negative. Um, like a curse, right? Like we call it, you know, people call it the curse. And that is the only attitude I ever had surrounding it. So of course, you know, not having a cycle was like, yay, good for me, right? Like I'm more like a dude now that makes me a better human. Like that was a bad mentality. So number one was learning how the hormones and how my cycle was literally like us could be a superpower and could make me so much more developed as a human and that I could really use it to my advantage all of a sudden it was the empowerment I got so I think that was the Mm. biggest shift I went from feeling like you know being a woman was a curse to all of a sudden being a woman was this freaking amazing superpower
0: oh I love that so that was the biggest
1: mindset shift and then after that, I just became obsessed. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. Like, it's like discovering that, you know, you you have like a superpower after, you know, 27 years of your life. You're just like, oh my gosh, like I need to hone in on this. I need to master this because yeah. this could be huge. This can be transformative. So that was sort of like the big mindset shift. Um of course like in terms of explaining all the different things like I did make adjustments to you know when and where and how I eat mm-hmm. um and that was really supportive of the different that was more like in terms of I think the biggest transformation was learning about the phases for me and that's why mm-hmm. Honor Your Cycle was such a good fit for me so yeah I had the foundation down um another case so with Mind Your Hormones 101 the mindset sh- the mindset shift of feeling empowered was number 1 and then number 2 was really um, like slowing down rather than Mm. control, right? Slowing down, like you taught us to, you know, the morning routine, for example. Like Mm -hmm. I used to be like, Like most people, you wake up, you snooze seven times, you jump (laughs) out of bed, you grab your coffee, you probably skip breakfast and Mm -hmm. you're like on the road, like still sweating from getting dressed. And, you know, like that was, and and just slowing down and taking that initial moment to like align with myself in the morning, just completely, it transforms your day. Yeah, Um, it really does. And and that was like the catalyst for me, right? Where I could just really align. So yeah, the mindset shift, the, the slowing down. Because mm-hmm. we're such a rah-rah society. It's like the busiest person wins the prize. Yeah. And I was very much in that sort of mentality still. As much as I was preaching against it, I was mm-hmm. still falling
0: victim to it. I think oh, a lot yeah. of us do. Some, and it's and it's something that we'll sometimes fall back into. But And it's also something where it's like, oh, okay, easy. I could slow down but if you Man, want to make it sustainable it, it takes time it takes support it takes it takes a lot and with hormones like we were talking about before how you were like you know one of the periods were painful because you had final exams it's like this stuff is always going to happen like it's not like oh at the end of mind your hormones 101 or on your cycle now forever and ever you're going to have a perfect period first of all there's no such thing as a perfect period but second of all It's so our, our period is our fifth vital sign. And it's so tied to our environment, our external environment and what's going on. And it is going to fluctuate based off of different events. If you're traveling, if you're stressed over something and knowing that it is going to shift that and what you can do to support it, to get it back to where you want it to be, I think is like literally the most empowering thing on the planet because you no longer feel like a victim in your body. Like you no longer feel like you have no control over what's happening to you and or feel like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me or that it's normal. Like, you know, what's normal. You know, what's not normal. You know how to support yourself now for, you know, forever because you are able to like understand what's happening in your
1: body. And that was the really beautiful thing about having that connection to you, of course, with the the live coaching calls. Mm. Like you said, we were women from all different walks of life, different stages in our journey. But on the coaching calls, when one person would bring something up, A, usually like the other, you know, the other women would have like anecdotal stories of, oh my God, I feel you. Like I've been there, totally understand. But also you have the opportunity to talk to that person about their circumstances. And while we see that person going through it, we learn for ourselves, if ever we're in a similar situation, how to bring ourselves back. Like you said, it's that Mm -hmm. knowledge that lets you um, better manipulate your external environment, you know, because things happen. Things yeah, happen, exactly. stress happens. You're going to lose people. There's going to be global pandemics. There's yeah, going to be you know high. a deadline at work. You're going to go through a breakup. Like these things happen and having the tools of actually, and not just tools, but like the knowledge yeah. that makes you motivated and ready to get back on the wagon mm-hmm. despite maybe having fallen off. Like, I think that's the biggest thing. Like someone who teaches you how to get back up. And I feel like you were so supportive of that. When oh. we when we were struggling, it was it was never like, well, uh, like, aren't you following my <laughs> protocols? Like you were so not like that. Like you were just like, okay, sort of like, okay, well, where where is the disconnect? Right? Like, what is right. what? Is, why why are you struggling with this? And like, how can we troubleshoot this together? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was that was really empowering, and I think why as a foundational course that's so crucial because you mm. you can't just give people fish right you have to give them the fishing rod and they have to know how to use it or else what's the freaking point right exactly so in terms of an investment I've done yeah. a lot of freaking groups I've yeah. done a lot of like I said I'm a personal development junkie like I've been a part of everything that promises <laughs> and you know what the the one thing that I have to say also for other like maybe a little OCD neurotic people like me <laughs> this course is so organized <laughs> like that's the thing. It, it's pretty. It is Aww. It is intuitive. It is organized. It makes sense. There is flow.
0: and it's my teaching
1: experience coming yes. out. <laughs> but like, if you're the kind of person that needs that, work with Corinne. Like, Aww. don't go to someone else that might That's be sporadic so and then make, because like for me, if it wasn't that organized, I would be anxious. Yeah. My yeah. anxiety would come up. I'd be like, yeah. ah. So this, this was great. It was so oh. easy. Like, it wasn't easy stuff. Of course, they're like big transitions, but you mm-hmm. make it. Uh, you make it digestible, mm. very digestible, oh, and not just for me, but I know the other women felt this way. I'm speaking for the group. Sorry, yeah. girls, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> they Hi, all agree. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was the biggest thing for for mind your hormones, and then oh, of amazing. course I became obsessed with you know how can I use my monthly rhythm mm-hmm. and the changes that go through you know my my physiological body, my mental state all these things, my sex drive, right? Like foods that support oh, different so phases good. of your cycle. Like you need people don't even really, you need different calories, you it's know, different, you can't just be eating like girls stop doing 1200 calories oh. a day, day in and day out. First of all, you're starving yourself. Second of all, you know, in certain literally. phases of your cycle, it literally, there are biological processes happening
0: in your body that require intake of energy. That's yes. Food, right. Yes. And, oh, and 1,200 calories is the allotted intake for a toddler, yep. just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. So, yeah, you know, been, but been there, there but done that, been there, yeah, exactly. done that. exactly, been
1: there, done that. And so that was really cool. So I was like, oh, I, I need to get, it. and so we're like, and I'm still like in the the end of that course. So I've I've learned a lot that there is to learn, but of course it takes practice. So I'm mm-hmm. just looking to really incorporate this into my life. But it's crazy how you realize that turning it, you know, I would sort of test my body to see if. This stuff was true. Yeah. Now I do feel really connected with my gut, with my intuition, and so I would be like, I wouldn't look at, let's say, the list of foods that are supportive for a certain phase in your cycle, but mm-hmm. I would just sort of look inwards and be like, what am I craving right now?
0: Yes. And That's I would write the stuff, stuff down.
1: ever. And then I would look at the list and I'm like, no, it's like, like that is so wild, so, so, so crazy. You know, and I get it. If you're not like woo woo, current super woo woo, and you yes. love that about her. <laughs> I am, I am like dabbling in the woo woo, you know, like I, I do align with a lot of that stuff, but I'm still very scientifically minded. And if you're like me, like, just let loose, have some fun because it is so crazy when you actually just like step away and I don't care what people say about it. At the end of the day, I know in my heart and I know in my soul that like, I'm feeling aligned with those things
0: that are appropriate for my phase cycles. Yeah. Oh, and that part's science, like the actual, like, phases, all Absolutely. that. Like, you know. I literally,
1: and- in my neuroscience course, I did a systems neuroscience course. If y'all don't know, I'm still in university in a cognitive science neuroscience concentration degree. We did a systems neuroscience course. And of course, there's not a lot of research on it, so it was short, but we did talk about how memory and learning is affected for women at different times in yes, your cycle. And it sure. is, so yeah, cool. like, your, this one area of your brain, the hypothalamus that is incredibly Uh, active in memory memory storage for for long-term memory as well as spatial memory like Mm. if you are like in your luteal so like right before your period and on your period if you let's say are going to a new place and you're getting lost and you cannot figure out where (laughs) you are and landmarks aren't clicking it like that's normal your hypothalamus is literally not working to the same capacity as it is in other times so you have to give yourself grace Oh, and that was so, so cool, cool for me. It's so cool. it was so cool, like an understanding of why am I feeling? You know, like I'm in menstrual phase right now. Yes, and you're doing, we're doing this. Yeah, and I'm doing relatively okay, but I've had a few yeah. times where my brain was just like, "Dirt," like literally <laughs> gone. Like, what yeah. are we even talking about? And I respect that. I mm-hmm. respect that now because there's there's a reason for it, right? Yes. We have these different strengths, and you know, like ups and downs, ebbs and flows throughout our month. For a reason.
0: Yes. And if you use that to your
1: advantage, it's a freaking superpower. I'm just going to keep saying it. And I'm probably annoying, but it is. And it's so incredible. And this, like, is a brand new concept for me and I'm so excited and I can't wait to see where it's going to take me. And also, like, having the coolest boss ever who like <laughs> forces me to honor my cycle. Like, you yeah. know, I get tasks from her because like she said I'm her assistant now. I'll get tasks from her. She'll be like, save this for this phase. You know, when you're feeling yeah. introspective or creative, yeah. like yeah. the coolest thing ever. Because so I feel like I'm getting to practice it. Like I have the opportunity to really develop the skill more so than the average person.
0: Yeah. Right? Oh, I love it. I love that's like my mission for like yeah, <laughs> the company grows, like with everybody who comes <laughs> yep. into it, just being like, these are the tasks for this phase of this cycle because you'll be able to, it's more efficient. You'll get Uh it done better. Like, Oh, I love it. Oh my God. I love you. This was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on being so open and vulnerable and just, you know, letting people know, like you're just like anybody else who's listening, Uh right? Like we're just like you, whoever you are, who's listening. And that it's always going to be scary. Like you definitely touched on that a little bit. It's always going to be scary to invest in yourself. It's always going to be scary to come off of hormonal birth control or to make any type of lifestyle shift. Obviously it's not, the course isn't just for people who are coming off birth control, but it's, you know, there's always going to be that fear there. But I think I love that you, keep coming back to your gut and your intuition and knowing that you wanted to do this in a natural way. And that is who all my courses are for. So thank you so much. Um, I will put everything in the show notes, links to Amanda's podcast, which is amazing. And Amanda, is there anything else you want to leave the listener with before we go? Absolutely.
1: I just want to, to reaffirm essentially what we've, we've talked and touched on a few times now is you know, fear is normal. Fear is a natural emotion that comes up anytime you're about to make a big life shift, a big change. It is normal, it is fine, but do not use that as a roadblock. Do not mm. it is not there to stop you. It is there, it's there to really to highlight the fact that this is a big decision. Yeah. So when you feel that, turn inwards look within yourself, ignore what everyone around you is saying, get rid of that external pressure and just listen to what you need for your life right now. You need to be an advocate for your own health and your own body, no matter what. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. Only you know best what is the best course of action for you. No Mm. doctor can even tell you that, you know, especially when it comes to these lifestyle things. So do you Yeah. Ignore the haters (laughs) and get good guidance. That is, do not waste your time with useless and and detrimental trial and error when there are people Mm. that can guide you in a more linear path. I mean, nothing's ever linear, but having guidance is huge. So I cannot recommend you know, course courses enough. I, like I said, I'm a regular girl. Like I am just <laughs> like you, I have had, you know, a long history of, of all these different health issues. Like anyone else, if you're feeling alone and you are ready to start a new path for yourself, a new journey for your health and for your body, invest, do it, Aww. jump both feet in. You will not regret it. You can hunt me down because I, <laughs> this is my guarantee to you. It's important, and we've
0: got this. Oh, you're amazing, Amanda. I love you. Um, (laughs) If you guys are interested, if you are interested in any of the courses, I'll put information in the show notes. The next round of Mind Your Hormones 101 is starting in the beginning of July of 2021, depending on when you're listening to this. But Amanda, I'm just so grateful for you in so many different areas, just (laughs) as a client, as now as my assistant, like I'm so happy we connected. It's just so crazy to see like how things actually happen, which is so wild, but wild. yeah, yeah. I am crazy. grateful for you
1: too, girl. I cannot thank you enough for, for being the guiding light in my life oh. the last six months. And, uh, I eternally grateful girl. Eternally. Oh, you're the best. I love you. Thank
0: you so much love for being girl. here. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or Post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.